Hey there, it's Hedvig from Abundate. Do you ever feel like you're constantly battling against your multilingual brain at work? Maybe you struggle to find the right words in English, worry about your accent or your grammar, or you find yourself constantly overthinking your language use to avoid making a mistake. You're not alone. Did you know that this lack of confidence in your language skills can actually lower your working memory capacity? That means you might not be performing at your best if you're distracted by any language worries or uncertainty. But here's the thing, it's not your fault. We have been taught to approach language learning in a way that goes against the natural functioning of our multilingual brains. The good news is that there's a way to actually work with your brain instead of against it a way to develop effective communication strategies that go beyond just grammar and vocabulary, a way to gradually build your confidence and skills without dedicating hours every day, and most importantly, a way to bring your unique voice and personality to the conversation instead of kind of sounding like somebody else. Introducing the School of Certainty. Abundate's group coaching program designed specifically for professionals like you who use English as a foreign language at work. I understand your frustration because I've been there myself. And now I help professionals like you to confidently build and nurture relationships in English, bring out the best and most competent version of yourself and excel in your career. Don't let your language worries hold you back any longer. Join the School of Certainty and start your journey towards confident and effective communication. Visit abundate.org soc to get started. That's a-b-u-n-d-a-t-e dot o-r-g slash s-o-c. Hello everyone! I'm Hedvig Sandvu and welcome to the very first episode of the Abundate podcast where we explore the breadth of possibilities and opportunities for language learning, helping you to find a sense of language learning abundance, whatever that means to you. I'm so grateful and excited to have you with me and for this first episode I'd like to share with you a little bit about my own experiences with language learning and my background what's inspired me to create a podcast and what you can expect over the coming months. I'm a language coach and a neurolanguage coach and I'll explain a little bit more about neurolanguage coaching in a future episode. But my work involves helping people to improve their language skills and communication skills more generally in English and in Norwegian as well as improve their own awareness of how they learn best, what's known as meta-learning. As someone who has been both a language learner and a language teacher and coach, one thing I know for sure is that teaching or coaching languages is a lot easier than learning them. What I mean by that is that just because someone has taught, quote-unquote, taught you a language, does not mean that you've learnt it or that you'll know how to speak it to express whatever you need to express to do what you need to do in that language and though there are so so many different resources and ways of learning out there 
in all kinds of different formats, whether it's apps, courses, books, uh, teaching platforms or language exchange platforms, so many resources. And a lot of people will swear by some methods that's supposed to help you learn a language in a month or whatever it is. But the reality is that, and what I've experienced with my language coaching clients as well, is that it takes a lot more than just language skills to learn another language. It also takes more than simply being a good student. I say that based on my own experience because I had French in school for three years. I got pretty much all A's because most of the exercises were about grammar and sort of logic and some bits of vocabulary. And that was something that I picked up without too much effort. And, you know, then there was some horrifying speaking exam at the end of the year. And then what? You know, after three years of study, and I haven't even mentioned the fact that my family actually spent several summer holidays in France while I was growing up and I really enjoyed French and I enjoyed speaking French. And I'd even say that I sort of identified very strongly with the idea of being a language learner, a language enthusiast. But I still couldn't really say much more than, could I please have a baguette or where's the toilet? I couldn't just have an actual normal conversation with a French speaker. Any French speaker I'd meet... I'd find they were speaking way too fast for me to understand them. The same with French films. I had to have subtitles. And I did once try reading a book. Um, and I, I started out really enthusiastically. But it, literally after about five pages of excruciatingly slow <laughs> progress and maybe understanding, you know, 10, 15% of the words. Now, why is that? <laughs> Why, after three years of studying it in school, could I not have just a normal conversation in French with a French speaker? I'm going to attempt to answer my own question. Right, I was a good student. That meant I had essentially been conditioned to do what was easy and what had a low failure rate. So grammar exercising, uh, sorry, <laughs> grammar exercises and, you know, learning new vocabulary and I was lucky enough that I had good, I had great teachers who helped me to understand and to kind of chunk down that new material. And that made it easy for me. But what I didn't learn in school was how to fail and make mistakes and to see those failures and mistakes as progress. In other words, being a good student had also made me a perfectionist someone who would speak only after constructing the perfect sentence in my head. And if you've ever been in that situation, you'll know that's exhausting. It definitely makes you speak a lot less if you ever even manage to say anything at all. Because let's say there's a group of people speaking, having a conversation and somebody says something and you want to respond and then you take a minute or two minutes or three minutes to formulate whatever you want to say. Well, by that point, the conversation has probably moved on and then you're stuck being quiet and not really learning, not really progressing. So my point here is that it takes more than being a good student and it takes more than simply having the ability to produce sentences. So what does it take? First of all, what is it anyway? What is the end goal? 
if there's one thing I'd like you to take away from this episode and and actually from just this whole podcast is that language learning is different for everyone. The answers to why you're learning a language, what language you're learning, what you want to be able to do with the language and how and when you learn and practice your language skills. The answers to all of those questions are different for everyone. And there's really no one right way to learn. There's also no sort of one right or wrong reason for learning a language. And there's not, not even a, you know, a right or wrong language to learn. In the next episode, the second episode of this podcast, you'll hear from Elise Kutz, who uh, was learning, uh, she started, when she started learning German in the US, people kept asking her, why are you learning German and not Spanish? Because in the US, her peers had this expectation that German wasn't going to be useful to her because there are so many more Spanish speakers around. And so you'll hear just how useful she's found German to be in ways that she really didn't expect even. In episode three, I'm also speaking to Chez Pierre Paul, who learnt Haitian Creole as a way to connect with their heritage language. And you'll hear about their unique and kind of mindful approach to learning this language and really making it their own. My aim in all of these conversations is to help you explore the myriads of ways of learning, uh, of learning a foreign language that there are to choose from. You really can pick and choose, experiment and try out different methods and not everything's going to be right for you. But the trick is kind of that you keep trying until you find what works, what works for you. Adult language learning has a number of benefits and many of these are still being studied and neuroscience at the moment is a really fast moving field. But the latest research really shows that adult language learning improves working memory, creativity, problem solving, and it even improves language aptitude in your first language. So by learning a second language, you're actually getting better at communicating and expressing yourself in your first language. It's also been linked with greater well-being and confidence, and it also helps prevent dementia and Alzheimer's as you age. So why am I sharing all this? Because my goal with this podcast is to motivate and encourage you to practice language learning and to make it your own. Whether you're someone who feels like it's too late for you to learn another language or whether you feel like you'll never be good enough or you have tried but lost the motivation or you feel there simply isn't enough time or maybe you already consider yourself a language learner but like me, you need that little bit of a boost, a pep talk or a reminder that you can do this. Now for a little bit about my background, um, you can always kind of check my LinkedIn or something if you're curious about more of my background, but um, I don't want to bore you with all, the, with all the details. But I like to describe my home as somewhere in the middle of the North Sea because my family moved from Norway to the UK when I was 11 and I've sort of had one foot in either country ever since. And I tend to say that I got uh, two languages for free. 
Norwegian and English, even though, let me just say, I've worked a lot on both of my main languages and I'm still learning new expressions in both of them. I mean, whenever I go back to Norway, the language and the culture seems to have evolved and there's always something new to wrap my head around. Now, I don't claim to be a language expert or a learning expert, but I am getting better at being a beginner. And when it comes to language learning, I am an opportunist. I, I like to call myself a dabbler because I tend to dabble and kind of get little tastes of different languages. And I've never, aside from French and little, I guess, little bits of Spanish and little bits of Italian, I don't think uh, I can call myself a polyglot. There are lots of polyglots out there who really amazingly, you know, commit uh, a lot of time and energy into learning lots of different languages and many of them work as interpreters and they you know interpret between several different languages even just within one day and that is fantastic but I want to bring the language learning world I want to bring us back to the ground and just say you don't have to try to uh, compare yourself with a hyperpolyglot you don't have to be aiming or comparing yourself with someone who has made it their whole life and their whole work to learn languages. There are still so many benefits to get from just learning whatever it is, whatever level or whatever language feels right to you. I want to encourage this abundance of different mindsets and goals and perspectives on language learning. For example, I went to Hungary in 2019, which was my last pre-COVID travel adventure. <laughs> and I had picked up just enough phrases beforehand to be able to say kind of please and thank you and could I please have a coffee or could I please have a beer? And you wouldn't believe how people's eyes lit up because Hungarian is not an easy language. Um, some people say it's one of the hardest languages to learn, but really learning one or two phrases or even five or 10 phrases is not as hard as you would think. Um, and it's not, it, you don't have to learn, you know, the entire language in order to be able to gain or reap some of the benefits. I know I would not have had the same connection with the locals if I hadn't learned a little bit of their language. And I'm going to bring up a quote from Nelson Mandela. You may have heard it before, but it can never be repeated often enough, I think, is that if you talk to someone in a language they understand, that goes to their head. If you talk to them in their language, that goes to their heart. I believe that Learning a language is the biggest compliment you can give to the people who speak it. And when I talk about the magic of language learning, that's what I mean. And I'm going to be talking about that magic a lot. Um, I can link it up with neuroscience and the power of the subconscious, because that is actually a really important factor in in learning in general, is the subconscious and and yeah, I'm going to call it magic because it can be incredibly surprising when you've spent 
months listening to or watching French movies and listening to French podcasts and all of a sudden you find you can actually pick up a French newspaper and understand it. That's the magic I'm talking about and that is the power of the subconscious mind. Okay, we're almost ready to wrap up the first episode but before I go, I'm going to introduce a segment which will be in each episode at least for the first few months of the podcast and that segment is a powerful question or something to reflect on about your learning. I'm trained in neuro language coaching and in coaching we're taught that your answers are within you. So my job as a coach is to ask the right questions to bring out those answers in you, the language learner. And I know that questions can have a huge impact on learning, on progress, on creating and strengthening neural connections in your brain and also on mindset shifts that are needed to make that progress happen. I do have to include a little disclaimer and just say that the questions are much more powerful when they're highly personalized. So please bear that in mind when I ask questions to you, the audience, that these are not all going to be relevant to you personally. So I encourage you to consider their relevance to you and to uh, whether they're relevant to where you are in your learning process. So for this first episode, I'd like you to reflect on your own expectations and assumptions that you make with language learning and maybe even with learning more generally. So what does it take for you to learn a new skill or a new piece of information? Do you consider yourself a good learner or a bad learner? Remember that there really is no such thing as a good or a bad learner, but we often have this inner narrative about how we see ourselves. So it's worth knowing what that inner narrative is saying. Is it saying, oh, I'm so shit at this? Or is it saying, oh, I'm okay, I, I can do this. I can actually keep going. Um, so the first step really is just being conscious of it. It's fine either way. Just uh, listen to that voice in your head. In other words, do you know how you learn best? If there's something you consider yourself an expert in, and that could be anything. It could be a hobby, a professional skill or uh, an ability or it could be emotional intelligence, like interpersonal uh, communication and that kind of thing. Or it can be something else. And that can be a good place to start. You know, if there's something that you have learned well in the past, what do you think helped you learn that and why? And finally, speaking of learning, I'm also here to learn. I'm new to podcasting and I'd love to hear what you think of the podcast, what you are struggling with at the moment potentially any challenges in your language learning and um, or even any success stories anything that surprised you about learning a language whether that's surprising benefits or surprising things that were surprisingly easy or surprisingly difficult and Yes, so I would love to hear from you, to hear what you think, and you can go to podcast.abundate.org and either leave a voice message, a voicemail, or post a comment on this episode. I'm Hedvig Sanvu, and this is Abundate. Abundate. Sorry, <laughs> sounds like we've got a cold. Um, this is Abundate. Welcome to my podcast. 
That's it, everyone. I hope that this episode gave you motivation, inspiration, and energy to take with you into your language learning practice. To learn more about Abundate and the services that I offer, visit abundate.org slash podcast. That's A-B-U-N-D-A-T-E dot O-R-G slash podcast. The background music you're hearing is called Blanks by Poddington Bear and podcast graphics were designed by Sengflow Designs. Everything else was done by me, Hedvig Sandvu. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Hey, before you go, here's a quick reminder for you who uses English as a foreign language at work. Go check out the School of Certainty, specifically designed for the international professional to help build brain-friendly communication skills. So you can stop overthinking, did I say that right? What's the right word here? Should I put an S on the end there? Visit abundate.org soc for more information.